it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. And he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their 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 face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of what I am now calling Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. Uh, we're up to episode 12 now, which is pretty rocking. So uh, as you can see, uh, let me switch the banner around here. Uh, this is a call-in show. We've got four people hanging out. Uh, let me know in the comments uh, who we've got hanging out. we got Long Island Bigfoot. Second, t- second episode, your first buddy is welcome. Uh, let me know where you're hanging out from tonight. And if you've got a, a, a story of any kind, uh, weird story, paranormal, <clears throat> unknown, cryptid, uh, ghost, whatever, you can go ahead and give me a call in right now, 515-809-0165. So let's, uh, we got Long Island Bigfoot here. We got Memphis Song. We got Alan Lassiter hanging out. What's up, buddy? And let's see, we've got through through the den. I had to process that for a minute. Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for hanging out. Okay, it's time. That's right. Not brought to you by LaCroix. LaCroix Roy. Ah, delicious. We got six people hanging out. Through the Din is in Washington State. I know you have some good, you probably have some good stories, I'm guessing. Uh, living out there in the Pacific Northwest, you've seen some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, this Through the Din says everyone struggles with my username. Well, there you go. We got Chris Spencer in the house, uh, Bigfoot researcher extraordinaire with the Olympic Project. Hey, buddy, how are you doing, Chris? Uh, good to see you here tonight. Well, who's going to be the first through the den? You've got tons of stories. Call on in. Uh, it is live on YouTube, of course, since you're watching it and it's recorded for the podcast. But if you've got some crazy stories, call on in. Anyone can call on in and share your stories. The phone lines are open. We've got eight people hanging out. Uh, go ahead. Give me uh, do me a favor and share this phone number. 515-809-0165 with your friends. Uh, with people that you know that uh, have a good story, cryptid, Bigfoot, weird stuff, uh, you know the drill. Think coast to coast AM. 
and uh, send them a message and say, hey, it's time to call in to Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. You can call 515-809-0165. Also, if you are any groups uh, on Facebook, any Bigfoot groups, any uh, cryptid, weird stuff, paranormal, unknown, things like that, uh, go ahead and put in the group right now. Say, hey, I'm watching Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, and we need someone to call in and share the first call. Share your story. Share it with the world. We've had, so we're through 11 episodes so far, and we have had a fair amount of people call in sharing their story for the first time, which is incredible. And I'm extremely, um, extremely uh, thankful that... uh, pick this uh random show to to share your uh your story with the world uh let's see we have a few things going on um it of course is the third of november we're in the month of november now crazy the year is going to be over before we know it um Coming up soon is crypticon november eighteenth if anyone's going to be at crypticon let me know in the let me know in the comments. Uh, Alan says, you have the best shows. Well, I appreciate that, Alan. And Alan had a really good story he shared. Uh, that episode is going to be out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, it's party time. Call from... To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hello. Hi. Hi, uh, this is Jeremiah with Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. You're live on YouTube and this is recorded for the podcast. Are you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Awesome. And who is this? Uh, Through the Den. Oh, hey, thanks for calling in. (laughs) Yeah, um, I have been enjoying your show. Awesome. Thank Um, you. And... I do have some some stories from Washington. Uh, probably about half. Yeah, about about half of the weird stuff I've experienced has been here, um, but also uh, in my home state of Michigan, um, I have some weird stories too. Awesome! Yeah, so, go right ahead. Do you want to hear? I'll give you some options. Oh man! Um, ghosts. Fairies, Bigfoot, possible dog man. <sighs> that that's so hard through the din because they all sound amazing, but I'm definitely gonna go with Bigfoot and Dog Man first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um uh, so I think chronologically the dog man one happened first um and people might have some other suggestions for what this may have been because it may it may have been like something else but okay so um in michigan i was camping on my parents property uh, which is very rural. Um, if you're familiar with Michigan, it's in in the north half. Upper Peninsula? Peninsula, yes. 
Yes. No, the lower peninsula. Oh, the, okay, uh, the lower. The top half. Oh, okay. The top half that's all rural. All right. Um, and I was uh, camping with a friend. Um, it is normally pretty quiet on their property. Um, not not much of anything really happened, but but this night, um, my friend and I were you know, just chatting and we heard what sounded like a group of coyotes, okay. which is a pretty common occurrence around there. Yeah. So I wasn't like weirded out by that, but then they kept coming closer and closer and getting louder and louder uh, until they were right outside the tent. And it sounded like they, and I could see the outline of things rushing past the tent the tent was shaking from like the as the something went by oh my goodness like a you know and so my my friend and i then we were freaked out and we were frozen and not saying anything um and eventually probably after about five minutes they it sounded like they ran further away um and both of us were you know our hearts were pounding we were totally adrenalized uh we were we were scared um but i kept i kept reminding both of us like it's just coyotes like they are more scared of us than we are of them like if we, you know, if they come back we'll just make loud noises and they'll go away exactly yeah there you go um, Cause that's generally, which I'm not scared of coyotes. Like mm-hmm. I grew up in the country. Um, and then, uh, so, you know, that eventually, I think we just like kind of, I don't know how I went to sleep, honestly. Uh, Cause I was scared for some reason and I'm not normally scared oh, of sure, coyotes. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. And we woke up the next morning um, and I immediately wanted to go out and look for the tracks, like look and see how many there were. Cause it sure sounded like 20 coyotes or something. Yeah. And that's a really big group. Normally there it's less than 10, but um, we looked and also we were camping on really soft, pretty soft ground, like on top of sand basically okay. in, in my parents' driveway. Um, <laughs> you were camping in your parents driveway <laughs> nice well yeah all right cool fair enough um and uh all all around the tent there were no tracks whoa and there sh- there should be tracks there should be tracks when that many like and i know what coyote tracks look like yeah um but there were no tracks at all um <sighs> And I, I really, uh, I kind of um, just kind of skated past that with my friends because I didn't want to scare them. Uh-huh. Um, but it has bothered me since then. And that was like probably six years ago, seven years yeah. ago. Um, it, it still really bothers me. And so I think it could be possibly, there's a lot of dog men in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Um and like so much that we have a song about it mm-hmm. like there's a, there's a literal song <laughs> no you i know it you and, do yeah 
Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, it also could have been like a trickster kind of entity. I yeah. don't know. All I know is that it sure was not coyotes, but it was physical. No tracks. Because it was no tracks close enough all. to move your like, tent, you were saying. Yes. That's yeah. wild. Oh, my goodness. So weird. I wouldn't be forgetting that for a long time. Yeah. Oh, my I, goodness. And I, I will never, will never camp on their property ever again. Wow. Mm. That, that was... <laughs> I'll tell you what, that was probably one of the most intense stories we've had. So like, that was good. Nice work. Really? Okay. Well, that's, thanks. That's nice to hear. <laughs> I thought I was going to mess up telling it. Um, oh, my heart is beating again, thinking about it too. Oh, like that goodness. was, that was a scary night. And I kind of worry about my parents now, like because they're, yeah, kind of all alone on this big property of forest and swamp. Do they ever have uh, weird encounters they've told you of themselves there? They're pretty uh, in denial of anything I that is not yeah. physical or uh, easily explained. They'll tell they, you someday. Kind of, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, maybe they just, like, need to be old enough to uh-huh. let it let yep. it out i don't know but yeah not that they'll tell me my sister has had experiences though oh really um like we hear i'm pretty sure that there are bigfoots on our property um like sasquatch on our property because um i've heard i have and she has both heard like wood knocks oh man that are not like we know what woodpeckers sound like right like, that's a different cadence and it's a different um it's just a different sound but it it sounds like yeah like a big branch being knocked against the tree oh yeah and you said this is in washington state michigan oh that this is in michigan, in michigan too okay Wow. Yeah, that's in Michigan. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, on on our parents' property. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they they've got something going on out there for sure. Definitely. Is it near any um uh any like Native American uh influences? Well, I mean, yeah, just like just like Washington. Sure. Um you know, indigenous people lived everywhere. Oh yeah, sure. And you know, buried their dead, and um, they're yeah. I I think there very well could be. Uh, interesting. I don't know exactly because um, you know us us white settlers really um, erased every um, exactly. You know, you you have everything. You have really no idea, and it's it's a terrible part of our history for sure. Um, yeah. In the future, if your parents ever do share some stuff, you know who to tell if you're comfortable with that. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. So tell me about uh, tell me about the Bigfoot. 
in uh in Washington or so that's in Washington. Okay. Yeah. Um so I have I have two um <laughs> both times I've been camping in Washington. Um I'm I'm not I don't really enjoy camping as much as I used to after these experiences. Oh sure. Um the first one was um on the Olympic Peninsula uh, of of Washington State, which is yep. um really beautiful. Um and also they have a lot of activity, I guess. Um and so I was I was camping with uh, a different friend um in a I yeah, it was a it was like a state park. But it was during the off season. Uh-huh. So other than the host, we were the only ones camping. Sure. Um, which I don't recommend. Uh, but I yeah, I'll never do it again. But uh, so we we set up everything um, and it started to rain at night, like like it does most days in the winter in Washington. And we uh, were in the tent trying to get settled and um we turn the light and turn the light off to just you know start talking Uh and hopefully go to sleep yep um when we heard um we heard footsteps out outside of the tent and um the each camping spot is surrounded by basically gravel uh, so we could hear it really, re- it was really pronounced in the gravel, like, like slow, it lo- sounded like a person walking, but oh, slowly. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh and, boy. um, so that's scary enough, right? Yeah. And so we, we, we stopped talking uh, to listen to it and then it, it stopped. And, um, you know, we're kind of like giggling nervously, even though I'm in my thirties, like it made me like really, really nervous. I mean, that's, that's what most people um, will do. Like, you know, you start laughing to kind of hope you're going to be okay. Right. (laughs) I'm the same way. Yeah. And, and so the, the footsteps start again and they're getting closer to the tent and, um, my my friend and I are like really scared but like we're we're thinking like this is a person this has to be a person who was like camping out that we didn't see or something but why would they be coming close to our tent at night and it was right. like 11 or midnight oh my goodness it was it was really late at night like nobody should be doing this unless they you know need to do us harm and so we we both um like get get the nerve like work up the nerve to open up the tent window and shine a light out so we can see who it is oh no um because we were about to start like like screaming and yelling to get the host's attention to like hopefully i don't know help and so we shine the light out there and there is nothing out there Really? You don't see a, a thing. You don't see anything. And I and I remember like looking for like indentations too. Like I mean, 
I was freaked out, so I wasn't like looking very carefully. But um, wow, I I don't see anything like neither of us see anybody or anything, and we're like, well, maybe. And this is where it doesn't make sense. Like we were like, well, maybe it's a raccoon, maybe it's a possum, maybe I don't know. <laughs> just making up anything and as we're talking the footsteps start again oh my goodness and no. we start we start screaming we start screaming and we get out in the rain and we start like we look around there's there's nobody there and wait you so you heard we, the footprints again and there's no one there when yes, you ran outside in the rain nobody there oh my goodness and oh and um we are we are so scared. I probably I mean, yeah, I'm, it's one of the most scared I've been. Way more than than the the coyote. Yeah, way experience. more. Because this is like a couple years after that. Oh my goodness. Um. So we start scrambling. Um. We we didn't even like hardly take the tent apart. We just kind of like rolled it up wet. Yep. And like threw it in the trunk. And you just um, out. We yeah, and um, we we peel yeah we left in the middle of the night. Uh, I I could not I wouldn't have been able to sleep like neither would they like my friend would not and also my friend was not like a camper so like the this was like one of their only um one of their only camping experiences and it was really scary. So they're probably, you know, not going to camp again. Are you uh, comfortable with sharing what part of the Olympic peninsula that was in? Yeah, it was near Lake Cushman. Lake Cushman. Okay. Cause I know there's at least two uh, researchers in the chat right now that are familiar with the Pacific Northwest. Uh, one of them, oh, one of them has this, he's already messaging me. He's like, I got to talk to this person. There's, I got questions. His name's Tate Hieronymus. You can, I, uh, yeah, that you can contact him if oh, you want to answer like questions, that. but, um, he's going to yeah, be out there next I'm October. Totally open to that. Okay, cool. So, uh, look him up on, uh, Instagram is probably the easiest way. Anyways, uh, back to your story. So you got out of there, you peeled rubber out of there. And um, yeah. it was around Lake Cushman, which is in, you say, is in the Pacific North, uh, the, the Olympic Peninsula of Washington. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the Olympic oh Mountains. That is wild. Uh, and I have not been back there. I have not been back there since. Let's uh, see. My, my guts uh, just say no. Oh, yeah. So that's like... Um, I'm looking it up on a map right now. It's like a southeast uh, corner of the park. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. And that's such a good story. It's actually, that area is really populated too. Like there, there are a lot of houses around there, around that park where we, where we camped at. It, it, it wasn't in the middle of nowhere. Okay. We had cell service. Like yeah. it, it, it's not that isolated so we incorrectly assumed that you know like something was messing with you for sure something definitely was. yeah 
And the reason I, I suspect Bigfoot is just because I, I've heard other stories where, because after this, I, like a few years after this, I, like, I, uh, I started researching of like, because I've had all these weird experiences, like, what could this be? And it, it sounds similar to other people's stories of like, yeah hearing stuff but then not seeing them like mm, um, or yep, like seeing yep. them one moment and then mm-hmm. they disappear uh yeah and also this could be another like trickster you know yeah definitely i don't know definitely it's it's a wild uh, you know i think he made the right choice getting out of there because no matter yeah. who it was and if it's the off season Something, something was messing with you. You said you had a right. uh, a second, another Bigfoot story as well. Yeah, this was the oh last time that I, I ever went camping. Okay. Um. Uh. The it was in the other mountain, um, mountain range in Washington, the Cascades. Okay. Um. My sister was uh, visiting, and we. Uh, she's a really big like uh, big camper like she likes to go off grid for like weeks at a time just like camp and like sure camp out of her car and stuff and um, so uh, I I went with her and we found a like a forest service road okay somewhere in the Cascades I don't remember where um but it was not too far off of the, the I-90, like the big, the big highway that goes through Washington. It wasn't very far away from that. And um, we found a spot uh, that looked okay and uh, set up our tent and everything. And from the, the moment that we, we stopped at this place, I just had this horrible feeling of dread in my Mm. stomach oh boy and at the time I was really like talking myself out of it almost was like it's just your anxiety it's like it's not real like you know just ignore it but it, it just kept getting like stronger and stronger and I felt like from these one particular woods that something was watching us someone was watching us Cause I, I do get those, that feeling when like someone is looking at me, like behind my back, I, I can sometimes feel it. And it, it felt like that, but like coupled with the dread, uh. like, just heavy, like it felt like a rock in my stomach. Um, and I was, I was like telling my sister that like, I do not feel good like about this. Like I'm, I'm really nervous. She's like, we can leave. And you know, but I, I gaslit myself and I just said, no, no, it's (laughs) it's fine. It's, you know, like I'm, I'm fine. I can deal with it. Right. Right. Um, and then it got dark and, um, we, we heard some, some wood knocks, um, coming from that area that I oh, had that bad feeling yeah. from. Yeah. And I never, I never saw anything. I only heard and felt 
stuff. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And uh, what it, it was like repeated wood knots too, and like definitely not a woodpecker. Mm-hmm. And the woods after dark, it was totally silent. Like yeah. no wind, no bugs, no birds, no like I'm not used to woods being that silent. Like I grew up in the woods. Like I I know mm-hmm. what it sounds like. And it it was not right. Like I should have I should have left. But wow. it it just yeah, it just sat there in my stomach, that dread. Um, and just kept getting worse throughout the night. And I we finally fell asleep, but um I had really terrifying nightmares that night. Oh really? That felt so real. Um where I was I was being chased by by something that I could not see. Mm. And I don't know if it's connected to what I heard and felt, but I I just have a feeling that it could be. Um and then when we woke up in the morning it was totally gone. The, mm, the, the, feel, the feelings that you're having. Yeah. The, yeah, the, wow. um, I didn't, I didn't feel the, like I was being watched from those particular woods anymore. There, there was, there was a breeze, there was birds, there was like, I saw a deer at one point, like there was normal, there was normal stuff going on, normal woods, mountain type stuff. Have you uh, have you ever talked to any uh, Bigfoot researchers out there about what you've experienced? Um, thinking of names I like Paul Graves or Shane Corson, do those sound familiar? No. Yeah. No. Well, that I appreciate you sharing your story uh, on on the show tonight. No, that's for, that's awesome. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It, uh, so you're no more camping for you. That was it. No time. Wow. Yeah, that was the very last time, and I'm I'm good for for ever. I think. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. But I I uh, every time I think about it, I just remember yeah. how that felt, and I yeah. It's, well, through the den, I don't think we'll you're see. you're done having crazy stories happen to you, though. That's the oh, thing. No. I, I have a feeling no, like that said, it's gonna find you. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I've, I've got other other ones, but I'll call in another time and oh, that's share awesome. the weird like fairy stories and yeah, totally. I've seen. Well, I appreciate you calling in. This has been a fun chat about some very very intense uh, stories to do with uh, potential dogman and Bigfoot. So thank you for calling in. Yeah. Thanks for listening and uh, you know not not telling me I'm crazy and. Nope. Definitely not. This is strange stories. That's this is what we're here for, you know? So Yeah. Have a good night. You too. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. Wow, that was a, a fantastic first call from uh through the den. Uh if you didn't hear all of those, you're gonna definitely want to hit the uh th- hit the replay on that after this is done and uh listen to through the den 
um, tell about potential dog man and uh, Bigfoot uh, encounters in um, the Bigfoot encounters were in the Lake Cushman area and um, the Mount Rainier area. Okay. So let's see who we've got. Um, Hike with Mike is here. Good to see you there. A lot of research seems to point towards following the power line quarters. I've heard that from many different people. Um, Rebecca is here. Good to see you, Rebecca. Derek Randall's, of course, with the Olympic Project, had his sightings in the 80s on a trail near Lake Cushman. There you go, through the den. Um, Rebecca is a uh, a very uh, accomplished uh, Bigfoot researcher. She knows her stuff in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, so there you go. There's uh, Derek had some sightings about, uh, well, 30, 40 years ago on a trail near Lake Cushman where you had that uh, incident. So there's stuff out there in that, uh, that area, maybe even the same Bigfoot. We don't know, but uh, guys, we're having a great, uh, great episode. Great uh, call in show so far. Strange stories with Jeremiah Byron. Uh, If you have anything to share story wise, Bigfoot cryptids, uh, dog man, strange stuff, weird stuff, stuff you can't explain. Go ahead and um, you can call on in 515-809-0165. Phone lines are open and ready to go. 515-809-0165. We got Asher's in the building. How are you doing, Asher's? Um, Alan, interesting. Uh, why do you think more sightings in the Pacific area compared to the East Coast? You know... I, I don't know if I would say there's definitely a lot of Bigfoot stuff that's reported out there, but I mean, just, uh, just a few nights ago, Alan, we heard multiple reports and I know you were there multiple reports from North Carolina on the East coast. So I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's, uh, our Pacific coast, uh, friends that are getting all the Bigfoot action, but. Uh, it's an interesting question for sure. Uh, Asher's is saying, uh, just got my CryptidCon tickets. Whew. Thank goodness you were able to get them before they all got sold out. I'll see you there, pal. Uh, we are just hanging out. Uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron is the new rebranding of the show as of tonight. I appreciate you all being here, 12 of you. Uh, go ahead and share in the chat where you guys are hanging out from, where you're listening to the show if you haven't done so tonight. Uh, we were able to hear uh, from. We heard from through the den earlier, and she shared uh, some very interesting potential dog man and a few Bigfoot encounters from the Pacific Northwest. So definitely go back and listen to that episode. This is going to be episode uh, 11, I believe. Uh, you'll want to hit that uh, after tonight. And also, uh, it'll be uh, live on the podcast in a few days. Uh, Saturday is going to have a great episode from um, uh, Strange Stories. I mean, that night, a few nights ago, oh my goodness, we had crazy stuff. We had a great story from Alan, who's in the chat right now. Uh, Let's see who we got. Hey, Bluff Creek Project Podcast is here. Hey, hey, coming back in March after a temporary hiatus. Oh, that's awesome. That's great news, actually. Um, 
Alan says, yep, I had my experience in the North Carolina mountains. Some weird tales too, dude. Fifebot is here. Toronto. Hey, everyone. So we're just hanging out. Uh, if you've got any weird stories you'd like to share, any strange stories you'd like to share, go ahead, call 515-809-0165. Uh, you can go ahead and share those live on the air. They all are also recorded for the podcast. We've got 13 people hanging out with us now. I appreciate each and every one of you hanging out with us tonight. Um, this is a show where you can call in and share without any judgment your encounters or stories with uh, Bigfoot, Dogman, any other cryptids, strange stuff, weird stuff, paranormal, stuff that's unexplained. Uh, this is the place to do it. We have a lot of people call in here uh, that share their story for the first time. And uh, I'm very uh, thankful for uh, people that do that. So we've got quite the gang that's going to be over at CryptidCon uh, in about two weeks, uh, just about two weeks, actually. It'll be to, uh, to two weeks from tomorrow. If you're going to be at CryptidCon, uh, put that in the chat so I know to keep an eye out for you. Um, and uh, if you see me walking around, I won't be vending, but uh, definitely come up and introduce yourself to me and uh, we can chat for a bit. It'll be a good time. But I definitely, my goal is to meet as many people as I can. So I am excited to hang out at Crypticon. Strange Stories has definitely been a success so far <clears throat> from, my, you know, my, my humble opinion, of course. But I've had a lot of people, I've uh, had, com you know, comments on uh, the YouTube uh, the YouTube replays, uh, where, you know, people are like, oh, I missed, I missed it. And I have stories and I'm like, Hey, you know, it's every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. And it's from nine to 10 PM central standard time. So mark it on your calendars so you can make it and, uh, and share your stories. And it's 515-809-0165. Um, if you have any friends or people, you know, that they have a strange story, of a strange encounter, uh, any cryptid stuff, any weird stuff, go ahead, send the message to them right now. And uh, you can uh, tell them to call on in to Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, 515-809-0165. Uh, this is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. Let's see. I wonder, I need to look up, need to look up a location Ooh. Okay, interesting. So, Tate, that the second Bigfoot story, Bumping Lake is in the same area. I didn't know Bumping Lake was in the uh, the Mount Rainier National Park. So, hey, there you go, man. Uh, <laughs> Tate says, Jeremiah, I have no friends to call in. Cause I got no friends. Hey, you got friends, buddy. And I know you got some enemies too. So maybe have your enemies call in <laughs> with their stories. Just kidding. But we're just hanging out tonight. Uh, if you've got any strange stories uh, that have happened to you or that, you know, that have happened to other people, feel free to call on in. You can share those 515-809-0165. Uh, this is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. We are about at the 940 mark. 
Uh, if you are in any, oh, what do we got here? Okay. If you are in, oh, rut row. Oh, you got an international caller. Call from Taylor. To accept, press one. Hi, Taylor. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Uh, you're calling Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. This is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. Are you all right with that? Yeah, it's awesome. Perfect. So uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I was just uh, enjoying the show. Probably should be in bed by now, but uh, <laughs> you know, couldn't resist listening for a bit. Awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate you hanging out. Uh, so what, we, what do we got going on, Taylor, up there in... Uh, well, yeah, just two short stories, really. Uh, All right. And the last caller through the den, she had mentioned something, uh, you know, she said it could be a trickster kind of spirit or something uh, sure. in one of her stories. Sure. Kind of got my mind jogging a bit about something that happened to me uh, on a camping trip uh, probably about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Uh, so... Oh, sorry. I'm a little uh, nervous right now. I'm trying to gather my thoughts. Oh, you're uh, good. Yeah, take take the time you need, Taylor. You're good. I'm starstruck. I'm on, uh, I'm on a podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> Don't worry. No one listens to this, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm one of the 12 that was watching. It's weird to be weird to be nervous. Exactly. Uh, so I was in Boy Scouts, and we were camping. I live in Toronto. I'm uh, Fifebot in chat. Okay. Uh, we were camping Halliburton Lake area, maybe like three hours north of Toronto. You know, pretty pretty remote. It's like cottage country. There's really nothing up there. And it's uh, a big scout reserve area, a giant lake, and it's all like uh, private property and, you know, uh, sectioned off for summer camps and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And uh, one of the nights, they decided to... Do, well, not decided. They do it every year. It's uh, for some of the older scouts. They do what they call an overnight, where they get you to pack a bunch of stuff, and they say, you know, you're there for a week or two for a for a, a big long camp, but for maybe three or four of the nights, they'll send some of the older kids off to go by themselves, maybe hike an hour or two away from where the rest of the group is, and uh, kind of do their own little solo camping trip, like. Uh, get some experience out in the woods you know mm. uh and i was one of the older kids this year and there wasn't that many other older kids there's only four of us some of the other years before there's maybe five six seven of us so you know it was pretty raucous there's a bunch of teenage kids off in the woods you're not you know none of, none of the leaders are there you're alone for a day or two it's you know it's fun sure uh but this one year there's only four of us two of the kids are younger uh there's two older kids two younger kids me and uh one of my friends were the two older kids so we're okay we'll do an overnight and we'll guide these two younger kids into you know this is what an over an overnight is like uh we pick a spot on the map we spend all day trying to hike there and not that anything paranormal or weird happened but it was just a really stressful day where we sort of hiked in circles and we got lost a lot and there was a lot of weird moments where we we thought we crossed a trail that we couldn't find on the map and then we were kind of turned around and one of the younger kids that was with us he 
you know, he started panicking and he was, uh, uh yeah, at one point he cried for a little bit because he was freaking out. You know, he's thinking we're lost, you know, yeah. we're trying to assure him, don't worry, man, we're fine. Yeah. He's, he's freaking out. So, so in general, it was just a really stressful day, but eventually we find a little lake. We find it on the map so we know where we are. Uh, you know, it's everything's, everything's happy. We're all cool in the gang. Uh-huh. Uh, and the sun starts to go down. We go, okay, we're going to set up a camp. Well, we don't really want to set up a tent. We're kind of lazy. It's only one night. So we just pull out a tarp. We all lay down beside each other oh, and we throw the tarp over us and we're laying on a little rock outcropping right beside this lake, still calm, you know, everything's completely fine. And for the most part, for me and for, and for the other, uh, for three of the people in the group, I mean, we slept fine and everything was, was, was fine. But for the, the one kid in the group, when we woke up in the morning, he said, yeah, but you know what was really weird last night? said the dog was really weird. And we all kind of looked at him and we said, like, uh, the dog, what are you, oh what, are you, what, are you what are you talking about? What dog? And he said, you guys didn't hear that big dog that was walking around and sniffing around the tarp? Oh, my and goodness. And like it, sat, it sat over there and it watched us for a bit and then it sat on the other side. And I said, well, well how do you know... <laughs> You know, we're in the woods. It could be anything. I'm a, I'm honestly, as much as I love Bigfoot podcasts and all this stuff, I'm super skeptical of most things. So I'm thinking, it's a coyote. It's a raccoon. Like, what do you mean a dog? How do you, mm-hmm. what do you, you're saying dog. Why, why are you saying dog? He says, well, I heard the collar jingle as it was walking around and sniffing our packs and, and you know, kind of sitting around us. And... Like, again, not that the story is necessarily paranormal, because mm-hmm. he said, and then the dog eventually stood up, it stopped watching us, and it walked off into the woods. And I, I thought to myself, like, that's bizarre behavior for what would presumably be a domesticated dog if it has a collar. Yeah. Like, if we're just saying theoretically here, it's a hunting dog that got lost, or it's like a farm dog in the woods, like, stranger things have happened, but right. I've owned dogs. And if a domestic dog came across me in the woods, it would probably be licking you and jumping on you. So yeah. the idea that it Getting kind of sat and watched us oh, that's and uh, didn't really interact with us, but kind of just monitored us for uh, presumably what he said all night. But, you know, I, I, oh, I did not man. see a dog. Neither did uh, the other two people. And, and he was the kid who was freaking out all day. So as well, it's kind of hard to, you know, who knows? But uh, I've always kind of thought that was a weird experience in my head of a really stressful day and then kind of a strange encounter in the night of, uh, like, I don't know, maybe there was a trick to spirit that uh, there's these four kids walking through the woods. What can we do to stress them out? How That's we, uh, weird, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, it, again, it's, uh, I'm a super skeptical person of, like, pretty much everything, but I've always just thought it was a, a strange little little story. Uh, and again, I've never told it because I never really thought it was all that relevant if I'm being honest, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate having a place to be able to tell it. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what this, so what's, what's the purpose of this channel? Some people might ask it's to give people a place to share their weird stories that they've always maybe felt a little weird sharing with other people. 
And this is a place, you know, with uh, with no judgment. And you can share your Bigfoot stuff, your weird stuff, stuff you never quite figured out. And uh, this is a place to do it. So thanks for calling, man. Yeah. One other small dog uh, story. Yeah. It's from my dad. And again, another just strange little tiny thing. Uh, he He's a trucker. He, he drives overnight. And now I'm a trucker as well. Uh, but back in the day when I was younger and he would be going off to work at night, he would leave the house and go down this little side, uh, like a little alleyway between the two houses. And we, we live in the suburbs. We're not out in the middle of nowhere. We're, we're right near Toronto. It's, you know, big, sure. big city. And uh, the emotion light turns on. And he, go, he, he sees the shape of something on two legs standing in the alleyway. Oh. oh, that's weird. So he he looks and he peeks down the alleyway between the two houses. And in the motion light sensor, like in, you know, in the spotlight, he sees a, uh, what is essentially a, like a black Labrador retriever standing on two legs. Whoa. And not like, <laughs> and like casually, like not like a dog stands on two legs with its arms up, like kind of prairie dog. And like, no, no, like its arms down at its sides uh standing there and when he sees it and it sees him it drops down to all fours turns and runs off into the night that's and as well (laughs) yeah just a really weird little story and like my dad has no reason to lie he's not he's never like oh i've got to tell this story in fact i'm probably one of the only people he's ever told the story to yeah because it's just like a really weird little bizarre thing he doesn't know what it was yeah just weird it just sticks with you that that kind of thing would stick with you forever you know yeah i used to tell my friends that story and i'd go uh yeah you know there's a there's a history of a demon dog in this area you gotta watch out (laughs) out. alley alleyway bipedal black lab demon dog that's so weird man what a cool story though thank you for sharing that oh my goodness yeah no uh thank you very much for having me on the show and uh hope this inspires some other people out there to call in and share their strange little stories that they have i appreciate that yeah and uh maybe uh if anything else weird happens to you in the future don't be afraid to call in then too absolutely man if i think of anything else i will absolutely give you a call cool have a good one man you too. Wow. What what a crazy uh what some really interestingly strange stories about a bipedal dog and and a and a dog watching a, a camping group. So strange. That's and that's exactly what we want to hear, the strange stories. And, and uh, the Bigfoot and Dogman stories earlier. Man, this has been a great, great night. We still have 10 minutes until the end of the night. Uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, we have uh, FifeBot and um, man, Through the Den. I'm never going to remember that username. I'm sorry. But you still got uh, 10 minutes if anyone else would like to uh, call in and share their story real quick. Uh, feel free to call in Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, 515-809-0165. This is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. Um, feel free to call on in. 
you can always re-listen to this uh, episode later on YouTube. Uh, it'll also be on the uh, podcast. Uh, this will probably be uh, next week by the time that this will be uploaded. But uh, we have 12 people hanging out. If you are new in the chat, uh, feel free to put where you're watching from in the chat. Uh, we've got people from all over the U.S. and Canada uh, tonight. I appreciate you all hanging out with me. Uh, so I know it's late for some of you, but I appreciate you hanging out. I've uh, still got a few minutes left. If you have any uh, weird stories, any uh, cryptid stuff, weird stuff, paranormal stuff you can't explain, feel free to call on in. Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron at 515-809-0165. Again, this is live and uh, recorded for the podcast. We have 10 minutes left until the end of the night. You know, I've had a lot of uh, favorite stories so far, but I would say that tonight has been the most intense. Uh, and, you know, I appreciate all the stories that are called in, but I mean, the callers tonight, you could really tell, especially through the din, uh, there's some stuff that was really affecting uh, these people that called in today. And I appreciate them having the courage to call in. Uh, I know, you know, I, I, may, I always make the joke that no one listens to this, but there's, there's actually quite a few people that do listen to this uh, podcast. Um, Oh, Mothman, 46, don't. <laughs> All right, it's going to be it's gonna be joke time with Tate Hieronymus. Here we go. Intense camping is intense. Da, 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 da. There you go, bud. Mothman, 46. I bet Mothman, 46 has a crazy story. But um, I, I know that uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to push uh, anything there because I know that you're kind of, uh, you know, undercover dude. Maybe I'll meet you someday, my friend. Hopefully. Hopefully I will meet you someday. Um, we got eight minutes left until the end of the hour. Uh, 11 people watching. Again, this is Strange Stories of Jeremiah Byron. If you have any weird stuff, uh, stories that have, you know, of something that's happened to you, encounter-wise, uh, cryptid, stuff you can't explain, weird stuff in the woods, you can call 515-809-0165. Maybe a story that one of your grandparents uh, told you when you were growing up, something that's always, you know, stuck with you and, you know, a weird uh, family folklore story or something that was used to be told uh, when you were growing up in your town. Maybe a story like that you could call in and share. There's all sorts of weird stories once we start thinking about them. Uh, UFOs, Alan, definitely. Um, that definitely fits within the whole weird, strange, and unexplained. Yeah, totally. UFOs, aliens, all that good stuff. Um, kind of think old school, coast to coast AM stuff you would hear. That's kind of what we're going for. We got five minutes. Uh, <laughs> got five minutes to go. Um, how many people are going to, you know, I'm, I'm curious real quick. A uh, question for people in the chat. How many people are going to Monster Fest next year? Put a put a yes in the chat if you are going to Monster Fest. Because I want to 
Shadow, oh my goodness, Alan, you have shadow people stories. Oh boy. <sighs> That's some wild stuff. But yeah, yeah, those are those are cool too, dude. Um Yep. Mothman 46, you're gonna be at Monster Fest. Dude, I'm gonna be meeting you there. Uh Monster Fest is being put on by Small Town Monsters in the beautiful town of Canton, Ohio, I believe. Um and I don't know if it's really beautiful or not. I haven't been there, but I, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but it's going to be a wild time. I will be doing Bigfoot Society live. That'll be the first time I do the episode live. I've been invited by Seth to come out and do that. And there's a ton of ton of cool speakers. Um, you know, all your favorites from Small Town Monsters. We've got uh, the guys from Astonishing Legends will be there. Uh, Jim Harold will be there. Uh, just some some crazy crazy stuff. Um, I, yeah, I do understand, Alan. That is kind of kind of far, but uh, uh, I have a feeling that uh, this might be not a one time deal. But don't quote me on that. But I have a feeling it might happen again. So maybe some other year. Um, man, Mouthman forty six is being real savage in the chat. Um, <laughs> we got. Uh, let's see. Let's do a time check. We got. It's at 55. Uh, last call. We'll do a last call for any uh, f- for any people to have uh, that you have stories. You can call on in. Uh, it's been a real fun night. We've been talking to uh, Through the Den about uh, Dog Man Encounter and uh, two Bigfoot Encounter in the Pacific Northwest uh, around the Lake Cushman and the Mount Rainier area. Uh, kind of close to Bumping Lake. Uh, now, you know, somewhere in that area. Uh, we also have had uh, Fifebot Taylor call in, and uh, from the Ontario, Canada area, Ontario, told some very interesting stories about a, a bipedal uh, black lab uh, type creature seen in uh, also an interesting uh, camping experience where uh, in the middle of the woods and turned out a strange dog was watching. Why was the dog there? We'll never know. <laughs> Mothman, you're you're incorrigible. Well, oh boy. Dare I? Tate, this better be good. What's up, Tate? Call from Beep. Hey Tate, this better be awesome. What's only up, buddy? because Mothman, only because Mothman forty six dares me. Yeah, I I know, I know, dude. What did you? Hey, what did you think about uh the first caller with the um the Pacific Northwest Bigfoot stuff? Yeah, I need to know more about that. Yeah, that sounds like interesting. So you know, it's um yeah, it's uh something something was going on and um. Uh, Bumping Lake is around the, that's in the Rainier area, right? Yeah. It's yeah. not Rainier. Yeah, it yeah. It past. Okay. It's wild. It's a good area. You can, you can see Mount Rainier from Bumping Lake on a good day. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Well, you made yourself a cool dude in the eyes of Mothman 46, so I guess that's all that, that counts, right? I guess so. 
I guess so. I made it. I finally made it. You made it, dude. Well, uh, any uh, any crazy adventures uh, uh, planned, Tate, coming up, or are you taking a, a little break for a while? Little break. Won't be making any crazy adventures till October next year. Okay. Bringing the Bluff Creek Project podcast back, so that's nice. Nice. That'll be great. Should be fun. So ne- we'll see. Next uh, spring, you were saying? Yep, March 2023. Uh, we don't know when in March, but sometime. That will be great, actually. That's uh, there's some good episodes on that podcast for sure. Everyone should check that out. Holy, all you get going to close this out. Well, pal, yeah, we're uh, perfect timing. It is the end of the night, but uh, thanks for for calling in to. Uh, to 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 show Mothman forty six what's up. So, talk to you later, dude. <laughs> later. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, it's the end of the night. All thanks for hanging out and um, had a little little fun there at the end. But uh, again, always appreciate you guys hanging out. Next call in time is uh, this this Sunday night, nine p.m. to ten p.m. Central Standard Time. So be thinking in the next few days if you got any weird stories, any strange stories, if you know someone who needs to call in, uh, Sunday night's coming. So I'll see you all there. Make sure that you're subscribed to this channel and that you hit the bell icon so that you don't miss any times that I'm going live. And uh, I'll see you guys Sunday night. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.